Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Elbasha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough, I am worthy, I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Empowered to Grow. This is your host, Hanan Al-Basha. As you know, I search the globe for amazing women who I connect with on so many levels. And uh, my connection journey with Rana had been very, very interesting because we just crossed paths. And that's all that needed to happen. And we clicked. <laughs> and we spoke. And I think the first conversation was like two hours or something because like we couldn't stop talking. So <laughs> and we couldn't stop sharing and we couldn't stop connecting. My guest today is a beautiful um, professor at university. Uh, Rana Sabra is a Lebanese lady who lives in the States. And well, she's an American Lebanese. Let me be politically correct in these <laughs> terminology. <laughs> and um we connected on so many levels because she also had not planned on going into academia and yet she found herself there. And then she took that journey and she flew with it. And then she realized, okay, I love business too. Let me take that part and fly with it. And now she's a transformative business advisor. She loves what she does. And that's why we shared so much energy and passion. There were like sparks flying in the air. And I told her I have to get her on the show. So Rana, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Hanan. It's such an honor to be on your podcast and to be just having those enlightening and inspiring conversations with you. It's just like you said, there were sparkles all over the place. <laughs> so thank you so much. Thank you. So I'll tell you, I usually ask this question. I say, okay, I sent you and I said, Rana, after we were done with our conversation, I'm like, Rana, you have to be on my podcast. And the podcast is Empowered to Grow. What does that term mean to you? Or how did it resonate with you? So when you told me about your podcast, the first thing that came to my mind was my journey. Mm -hmm. All what it takes, being empowered is a lifelong journey. It doesn't, it doesn't start one day and then, okay, I'm empowered. What's next? It's a lifetime journey because we constantly need to be empowered on different levels. Sure. But the one thing that when you were telling me about your story and then about your podcast and all of that, all what I could think of is how much I needed that few people in my life to actually empower me to get to where I am today. Sure. And those few people, they start with you from childhood and it goes till, till wherever. But at every stage of your life, you have different kind of people. And that's why I was like, yes, I want to connect with you. Yes, I want to know your audience. I want to know your tribe. Because the more you talked about your tribe, the more I got so excited. You know the what they say, you're the average of the five people you surround yes. with. So that, for me, that empowerment comes from the network that you have, from the people that you have, because those are the people who can, who are going to actually tell you, go jump, do it right now. Or they're going to know, you know what, maybe you should be careful. And I've been around both, honestly. And I've seen a huge shift, like day and night shift in my life, both on career, relationship, self-love, and all of that. Once I shifted 
the people who surround me. That's Once I, I, I surrounded myself with people who have similar mindset, we're not in the same, uh, in the same industry, in this, or, nor we are in the same um, life stages, but yeah. we are with the same mindset, which is yeah. just growth, yeah. continuous growth. It doesn't end, it's, not, it's a journey. Yeah. It's not a destination. So I, I love that. So, <laughs> you know, I resonate with everything. It's um, I think I, I call these people and, and the beautiful thing is these people don't have to come in to stay. I say first they come in as a catalyst for you on some uh-huh. level. And then beyond that, you find that you're, as you said, because we're in different stages and stuff, you could outgrow each other and that's okay. You can still connect even when you're outgrown, but the connection then levels differ. And then accordingly, you move on to the next level and to the next tribe and to others because you evolve and you shift. And accordingly, that that flows with you. It's a a flowing relationship. But when I sit with um, women, especially, um, sorry, when I sit with people and especially women, they're like, yeah, but I've known her all my life. I can't just, you know, kind of disconnect with her. And I'm like, is she... A hurdle in your life right now yeah, yeah. She has so much negativity and she's always criticizing me and she's always doing this and she's like I'm like and but I've known her for like 20 years I'm like and you're not serving each other she's exactly. self-projecting onto you her insecurities because that means that you've outgrown her and for her I mean for you she is hurdling she's a hurdle in your own growth because you have to question yourself whether you have to go through the process is it about me is it about them is that like am I dreaming too much you can never dream too much. But because, yeah. again, the stories we tell ourselves is, I can't let go because we've been together for so long. Uh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. What's wrong with that? And, and us as women, we always tend to do one of two things. And I feel that I, I grew a lot once I stopped doing both things. Yeah. One, one time you would be like questioning yourself, like you said, maybe maybe the right maybe i shouldn't yeah. or the other part and that's where um i got so tired and exhausted when i was trying to fix everybody around me yeah yeah that's I wanted to just <laughs> to just change the no you need to ha- you need to want more of life and then i realized i can't it's not I about them it's about you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's i need you know how in the airplane they ask you to put the mask on before yeah, i use that on. every episode <laughs> yeah we talked about that last time you you actually mentioned it so I needed to get to where I want and then and that's what happened once I got my my life together in terms of the balance between having kids being being in the states away from my support system and having a full-time career and and just realizing that I I don't want to choose this is me I don't want to choose I don't want to choose between having my family and my loving husband and, and my, my girls and having my dreams and getting to where I want. So once I was able to figure a system that works with, for me, I started inspiring other women. But before that, we were just like all struggling together. I was trying to like, no, let's build businesses. Let's, let's make our dreams come true. You need to want more of life. But then I realized you, you, can't, you can't fix the world. And that's, that's exactly my next question to you. So you have empowered yourself to grow. 
And whether on a conscious, subconscious, unconscious level, you, you set that as, as um, I'd say as a des- not a destination, as a journey for yourself and as um, a desire. So share a bit about your story, please. How did you empower yourself to grow? Um, so my story started when I was like 11 or 10 years old. I grew up in Lebanon, so I'm a war child. <laughs> I grew up and I'm honestly so proud to say that because that, that phase, my whole childhood, my whole teenage life, I lived it um, with fear because one day we would go to school, the other day we wouldn't because of the war, but that created the resilience in me. Mm-hmm. And um, if you look at a lot of women who grew up in Lebanon at that same stage, you see how much hardworking they are because, because of the resilience, because mm-hmm. culture and the environment shapes you. So I was like 11 or 12 years old, 10 or 11 years old. And um, next to my school, they, they put the first billboard. That's when the war was starting to calm down. Um, and I looked at that billboard and I can still remember the day and I was like, oh my God what was the guy or girl who created that ad thinking? And back then, both my parents are um, school teachers and they're more into academia. No one in my family is into business. Everybody is in science or academia and stuff. And I was, and I wanted to know, my parents didn't know anything about marketing, nothing about graphic design, nothing about that. And it was a kind of a, not a taboo, but it wasn't, it was frowned upon mm-hmm. if a girl goes into business because you're not, you're not meeting the needs of, culture, <laughs> of being a doctor, um, a pharmacist or a lawyer and so on. But then that kept on growing that curiosity. And I, and I defied a lot of people to go into business school and go into marketing and all of that. But I think the one experience that shifted everything for me, I used to work in corporate. I was handling the marketing department for a multinational organization in Beirut. And then um, Lebanon had witnessed the start, the launching of Corporate Volunteering Council, Mm -hmm. which was headed by Dr. Patricia Nepti from AUB. And I was one of the, I was representing my company in that, in that, meeting and and we did a couple of events introducing the people to what corporate volunteering means is it more like on corporate social responsibility front yes okay yes but you know in our back home that was a totally new concept yeah and then when we did the first event that's when i knew that i want more of life yeah i want to make money i want to be in marketing but i want to impact people's life Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in the part of marketing where I'm just selling for my own benefit or the benefit of the company. Yeah. And that's when I shifted my, um, my whole career into um, higher education. I started working marketing in higher education. The more I worked and interacted, and that was in 2006, we had another war. Um, the more I interacted with the students and all of that, the more I fell in love because students would come to my, to my office as a marketer asking me questions about their marketing project because their instructor told them, go interview someone in marketing. So I was like the closest to them. Yeah. But then the more I did that, I felt more in love with academia and I wanted both. So I got my PhD from France um, in marketing also. So kind of obsessed with marketing. Yeah, yeah. But- <laughs> I feel you. 
And then I moved to the States and it was a struggle to be very honest. It was not easy. My husband um, works long hours. Mm-hmm. I moved here. I kept my job. And that's when, when I, when we talk about unique people who empower you. So my dad was the first one who empowered me mm-hmm. because he, although he was against me going into business school, but when I moved to the U S he was the one like, keep your job, yeah. talk to them. And back then in 2010, Lebanon, someone working online, this didn't, didn't it's very common. Yeah. It's not a common. I was blessed, exactly. But I was blessed to be working in an organization that valued my skills. And at the same time, they were progressive in their thinking. Mm-hmm. So, so I worked with them for a full year online, which helped, but it did not solve the problem because coming here, um, I wasn't, I wasn't in the state where I wanted to be because back home, I knew everybody in the industry, everybody knew me and all of that. I came here totally new to everything. Mm -hmm. Um, It was hard to get started. So I got started um, and it got really hard when I got pregnant with my first baby, we had some struggles to get pregnant. So, and I got pregnant with my first baby and it was, I remember I was sitting on my couch and I was in tears because she just kicked and and I was upset because my friends, my family, nobody's there. And I wanted to share that I, moment with. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I wasn't I know able you. to create that connection with, with the American culture or here. So my husband was, again, another inspiration. He was like, why don't you just start the blog? Write about it. If mm-hmm. it's... It's something hurting you and you really want to share it. And I wasn't able to call my mom because it was like 3 a.m. in the morning there. Yeah. So I started a blog and it was 2000, 2013 AZ Moms. So it was for all the moms who were supposed to have kids in 2013. And that network grew and we were like 500 moms in that wow. group. Now it's offline. So I, we just had to remove it because I had other things. But that's when it started because I started meeting those moms. We started doing play dates and I started hearing all those stories and I realized something. All the women are the same. Yeah. All have the same struggles. Exactly. We all have the same insecurities, but what differs is the language we speak and how much resources we have. That's the only difference. And that had inspired my whole career. And that's why I started growing. That gave me a lot of self-confidence. Um, and that's honestly, I'm, I'm going to shift a little bit. And that's my advice for anyone, any woman who goes. And because we're always, it's a global world we're living in. Yes. So we're always moving from one place to the other. Give the locals a chance. Yeah. Um, don't just look for your own, for people who look like you. Because sometimes we look like each other in the language we speak, in our looks, um, in our ethnicity, but our mindset, we're not the same. Yeah. So only find the people who have the same mindset. Um, and once I found that tribe, and meanwhile, I had a couple of jobs here and there. I kept my job. I got my PhD. I still work in Lebanon. So I'm currently the program director for the first um, and only pharmaceutical MBA program in, in the Lebanese university. And I teach also at GCU Grand Canyon University. And all of that is amazing. And I have a marketing agency, but it didn't fulfill me. Mm-hmm. It <laughs> <laughs> that. Oh, by the way, anyone is watching or hearing, this is why we connected. <laughs> 
it's the fulfillment part post everything on the checklist. Exactly. It was great. It was nice for everybody outside. I've achieved the highest level. I got my degree. I'm working at the university. That was always my dream. I got published, um, but it wasn't what I wanted. Yes. And when I did that, a lot of soul searching, working on myself um, and understanding what's my exact purpose, I realized I want a better place for my daughters. Yeah. That's my main purpose. That's why I wake up every day. Yeah. I want a place where my daughters, they have a network of women who can actually support them so they don't go through the struggles I went through, whatever the career choice they had. I don't want my daughters to have to choose between having a family and having a career. And that's why, like, right now, I'm focusing on business advisory for women because I feel I'm giving and I know it's going to come back. It's going to come back for my daughters. Not sure. Not sure. I love that. I hope it's not too long. No, that's it's not, it's never too long. It's your story and it's your journey. And I love it because I know we resonated on so many levels. And I think it is when we talk again, I keep saying that it was for me it was post my doctorate degree when I realized um, now what I'm not happy. And I'm not fulfilled. That's even worse than being not happy. Happiness, yeah. you can go and find it. <laughs> like, what do you do about that? And, and that for me kickstarted my journey is like understanding, okay, what do I want? And more importantly, why don't I feel like I've achieved it? And so that brought the second part, which was what are the success parameters that I would be content with? What are my success, my subjective success parameters? Not what society told me I'm supposed to do, not what my parents or my, 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 my environment or my work colleagues or whoever it is. What am I, what, what really ticks for me? What makes me tick? And, um, and that's for me, it became that. And it became an everyday, as you said, it's not like an end journey. You don't just become empowered. I believe that's why I keep saying it's being empowered to grow. You're empowering and you're being empowered and it's, it's an ongoing process. But now from, from where you stand now, what would you if you had the option to go back and impart some advice on your 19 year old self, what would you go oh, back? Jump. <laughs> jump. I, that's what I would have done. Yeah. If you ask me, what would I have done 10 years ago? Not when I was 19, when it's so not 20, but 10 years ago, I would have said, jump. I wish I had started this program today, 10 years ago. Because I can see the impact it's doing, not just on myself, but also on my clients, the people I'm interacting with. And 19 years ago, um, when I was 19, so 20 years ago, I would have definitely, definitely told myself, stop listening outside. Just listen inside. Yeah, I love that. I would have saved myself a lot of work and a lot of time. I got published um, in an academic journal, peer-reviewed and all of that. How much, how much enlightenment, how much fulfillment did it bring? Zero. I know. I know. Same here. <laughs> like, yay, yeah. okay, I got my name. Put it exactly. on. <laughs> Let's move on. So to an extent that my editor um, 
And, and again, she's one of the people who came into my life to help me get to where I am. Um, she told me when we were preparing for the second article, because um, in the Lebanese university, you need to have three to four articles to get a certain, um, to get the tenure. That's what generally with academia, I know I've heard it in yeah. most universities. It's like exactly. you have to maintain a certain degree of, of being published and article. Public. So we, we got the first one done. I was working on the second and I sent her the first draft so that she can just edit it and all of that. And then she said, she texted me. We've never met. I saw, found her online hmm. and she's like, let's have a talk. And I, and I called her and she was, she's Canadian. She's a beautiful soul. And she was like, I feel that you don't want this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not going to work on it with you because I feel that you're hurting yourself because mm. that's not providing you. I can see it. I can feel it from our talks on the, on the phone and stuff. And that clicked. So I wish someone had given me the advice of just listen to what fulfills you. It doesn't matter how the society sees it. I feel I, I saw the PhD because... For my society, uh, my community back home, it wasn't enough to have a business degree. So I wanted to prove that, uh, hey, I'm smart enough. So I'm going to get a PhD. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. So I'm going to get a PhD. And, yeah. and that's, that's wrong. I wish I, I wish I just jumped and listened inside, not outside. But I would say, again, that because you didn't jump then, It's because who it, you've become who you are today. Yes. Yeah. So actually, um, I heard this on, on a podcast. They said, if you didn't jump before, it means that now when you jump, you jump higher. Of course. That's so, that too. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. You're hopefully on the right track for a high jump. <laughs> yes. Hopefully in 10 years when, when, we, when we have an, a recap on this, I don't say, I wish I jumped higher in 2020. No, you're doing great. I'm sure you're doing great. So, okay, let's, let's go on to the other side um, and the other end of the spectrum. Uh, you're from a time capsule perspective. What would you like your 90-year-old self to thank you for? Um, for creating that awareness about the different the different causes that I'm working on and for raising my daughters with that perspective. Great. I've realized the more, um, after I moved to the States and all of that, that diversity and diversity doesn't, is not only based on gender and ethnicity and all of that. Mm -hmm. It's diversity in thinking, diversity in behavior. And we've been, the universe has been challenging us, my, my small nuclear family with mm -hmm. so many things that more and more we're, we're focused on making sure that our daughters grow up to become girls who can spread that awareness about diversity. Mm -hmm. Because once you embrace that concept, you make everybody else around you better. You make the world a better place because your acceptance of others allows them to grow. Sure. But if you're not accepting them or you're judging, or if you say, I love you in spite of, yeah. just using that word in spite of, that 
that hinders the progress and the growth of so many people. That's true. So that's what I hope I can do. It's not the money. It's not the number of clients. It's just raising my girls in a way where they can be efficient in this society, in this community, and actually help others grow. Because it's all about karma. It's all yes, about that too. I believe in that too. So you're, you're on a stage. And um, the, the talk is something along the lines of being empowered to grow. And you are talking to tens of thousands of women. What would be that last message you feel you need to leave them with? Give. Give your all. Give everything. Whenever you're doing anything, give your all. And whenever you're doing something with other people. So if I'm with my kids, I give my all to my kids. My husband, I give my all to my husband. But when I'm with my clients, I just give. Yep. Don't, don't get stuck up on Excel sheets and how much profits I'm making because you give, 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 and eventually the universe is going to reward you with a much bigger check than what you have given. And creating that giving, and it increases the trust. Yeah. within your clients, within your circle, and it makes you trust and love yourself more. That's so true. in alignment with this, yes. I would love to offer um, all the audience of uh, Hanan um, a gift, which is in, in the spring of 2021. We don't have a set date. It's going to be somewhere in April. We're going to be launching the first mastermind that focuses on women with growth mindset so I women who want, yes so we're <laughs> going to be offering 20 percent um discount for hanan's um audience Yay, okay and we have to put the link gonna announce it on her page thank you um, we'll have code and the link and everything oh. and then this is the only way i can pay you back for oh, it's all of the inspiration all of the <laughs> The love that you give, like, honestly, after that call we had, I just got so inspired. I That's got on, on the phone with my husband and I was like, I'm so happy. I found my win. So <laughs> I'm, I'm like, okay, I don't want to get teary now. I'm very emotional. Thank you. Thank you. That is beautiful. And, and as you said, it's about giving. I think um, for me, that was the message the universe sent me beginning of 2020 and somehow it is because of that feeling of I'm abundant that I need to give because that will never take away from who I am and what I've got. Um, my knowledge, my love, my care, my everything, even my, my pain and my hurt and how I learned and grew through them. That is also a message that I wanted to share. And that I think, I believe that is the foundation that has helped me go through and grow through 2020. Hadn't that been the case, I would have been in a much worse position. Um, I did have my setbacks, which is normal. I'm a human being. Um, but I was able and I was enabled to be able to, to grow out of them. I call them the um, kind of the either you stand in a pit and you wait until, you know, the pit gets bigger with you in it. Or you go through quicksand and if you don't think straight and you don't have the tools to be able to get yourself or get help and get the support, as we were talking about, the support and the empowering tribe around you, that you're able to be able to um, get out of that quicksand, then 
there's no point. And um, yeah. that's why I, I know we, we align on so many levels because it's about giving, it's about being abundant. And it's about believing that no matter how much you share of you, provided that you're still prioritizing yourself in the process, no one can, you're not going to get shorter and you're not going to get um, um, deficient on any of these resources and this love and this abundance that you're giving out. So yeah. thank you. Thank you. That's, That's why you called the doctor. <laughs> That's why. Exactly. That's why the business doctor resonated with me on so many levels. I'm like, it's easy. Exactly. And so I love it. And you give the best, and you give the best recipe. <laughs> so where can our um, listeners and viewers find you in virtual space, Rana? Um, so I'm on Instagram. Okay. I'm on Facebook. And I have my website, um, which I think we can link somewhere. Yeah, we, we can put the, the links yeah. down there. Okay. And um, so and, right? Yes. And I'm always offering, again, it aligns with a gift, yeah. with a give, um, 60 minutes um, complimentary strategy session for women who want to grow, scale, um, or even start their business. So. That's great. Yes. And I know a lot because, you know, I do the same thing and I know um, it, it supports a lot of people because there some just just need a bit of clarity. Some yes. need a bit of a you're doing great. You can do this. Some need. OK, let's let's take more time and let's, you know, get into the nitty gritty and the details of the business and stuff. But I know that's why I love um, I found my mission and my passion aligned when it was about women empowerment is starting in business and then I realized that the business can't be done without the mindset and then the mindset can't be done without your wellness and and that's how you know everything just kind of started falling into place but it yeah. is true it's about business and it's about mindset and it's about being empowered with the knowledge and the experiential knowledge which which a lot of people don't have and I believe exactly. that for both of us and that's what we bring to the table right? <laughs> yes actually one of the reasons that pushed me to start the advisory program and not just focus on the marketing agency. Mm -hmm. um, because I was, I got a client and that client, they showed me the business plan that they got from online, from a website online. And it just shocked me when mm -hmm. I started, you know, when you, when you get something and then you start researching and then one side takes you to the other, how much misinformation is out there and people are actually paying money for that misinformation and that's when i was like okay if i want to help those women they can't afford the the agency prices okay let's have advisory programs yes. let's have those 60 minutes for free complimentary just to talk to them through it instead of having them go pay two thousand or three thousand dollars for a business plan that that doesn't make sense. No, that doesn't make sense at all. So that's, that's yeah. actually, that is the topic. Let's pick it up in the uncharted discussions. I have so much to share in that. So we're gonna, <laughs> as you know, we always continue our conversation. So Rana, thank you so much for, for, yeah. giving, for sharing your energy and for everything you bring to the table. Thank you so much, Hanan, for just bringing all those women together and inspiring and leading this, this amazing initiative. Co-leading. I'm co -leading. so honored. All, all of us together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone. As always, I will leave you with the message of empowered you empowers others. Love, 
abundance, and prosperity to you all. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananulbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.